Welcome back to a new episode of Career Day, the podcast. I'm your host, Adam Zigner, a high school business teacher at Carlisle High School in central Pennsylvania. Today, I'm joined by Katie Crane. Katie is currently a public relations specialist with the giant company headquartered here in Carlisle. So Katie, public relations might not be a career that people that my students specifically know too much about. Um, in your own words, can you tell us what public relations is? So in my own words, I would say public relations is really just highlighting your organization's um, kind of just their impact and the good things that they're doing in the community, but also working with the media and influencers and anyone um, on the outside, um, external communications and kind of dealing with you know, anything that may come your way, the good, the bad, um, but also really just highlighting the good. And I think PR sometimes gets a negative connotation because um, we're kind of seen as people manipulating the media or um, doing things that are against the greater good, I think. Um, but I think it's definitely important to um, find an organization or a cause that you really relate to and something that you believe in um, so that when you're doing this work, it's something that's actually rewarding and not something that you have to, um, that you're not able to look at yourself in the mirror when you do it. Absolutely. So how, how long have you been involved in the field? So actually, um, I've been involved in public relations specifically for only about um, a couple of months, but I do have a background um, working in nonprofits. Um, so we can circle back. I, I went to Mansfield University um, where I studied journalism and organizational communication. Um, I did do some PR classes there. Um, and I was close to having a third line on my diploma as well for PR. Um, but I really, at the time, I really wanted to do, you know, newspaper or just write, um, just honestly, just write. Um, and so after college, I got into um, a nonprofit, the Jewish Federation of Greater Harrisburg. I worked there as a marketing and communications associate. Um, and from there, I moved on to a homeless shelter in Carlisle, actually. Um, I worked there for a couple of years and moved on to a nonprofit consulting firm. Um, so I have a, a big background in development and fundraising, um, but I think that PR kind of goes, it, it overlaps in those areas as well, because you're doing a lot of um, interaction with the, with the community and um, you're doing a lot of highlighting, you know, the good things that your organization is doing. Um, so a lot of things just kind of overlap with that and the whole communications spectrum. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of the Absolutely. gist of what I do. Yeah, so one thing I've been asking everyone that comes on here, what does a, what does a typical day look like for you in your current role? So a typical day is going to be a lot of writing. Um, so I do different, um, I'm not doing all the social media, but some of the social media platforms, I'm trying to create content for that. Um, and I'm also working with just so many different departments in the organization to try to get that content. So for example, I could be working with um, our community service team and, and working with them and saying, okay, who are we giving to this month? Um, you know, what type of organizations are we supporting? How should we highlight this? You know, um, what events are coming up? Are we doing check presentations? Um, so I'm coordinating with a lot of different departments, having a bunch of meetings, writing. Um, I'm also, um, you know, doing some editing, editing some um, press releases, um, working on. So it's like a lot of create. You you have a chance to create, but you also have, um, you know, a lot of straightforward writing, like press releases, media alerts, um, things that are not as glamorous. And you, you kind of already mentioned this. Um, 
you talked about your plans right after college were journalism or, you know, writing for newspapers. So was, so, you know, PR wasn't necessarily always your, your plan, but what made you decide to take on this role with, with giant? Um, so there were well, a lot of different reasons. I'll, I'll start with like my, my original career track. I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, so my dad got into some legal trouble. He was, um, facing some jail time for um, defending himself in in an altercation back in like 96. I was very young. Um, And I remember at the time, um, you know, meeting his lawyer and also meeting the journalists. And I really thought that That, um, you know, they were really nice people and I can take that on as a career choice. And then we fast forward to my senior year in high school. I took um, a forensic science class, um, which I loved. You know, we watched, you know, First 48 and got to do different labs. And I said, you know, I wanted to get involved in that in the criminal justice system somehow. So I was kind of set on lawyer. And then we talked about Pete Shellam, who was a um, reporter who got some people out of prison through his investigative journalism. And so right then and there, I decided I wanted to be a journalist. So it kind of switched from um, lawyer to journalist. And then from journalist, um, I went into the nonprofit sector and I was able to really see my impact on the community and just the great things I could do with people, do for people, um, especially at the homeless shelter. Um, you know, my office was right there in the middle of people's rooms, like right in that same hallway. Um, so I was able to really see how my work was helping them, me raising funds and writing grants and, um, doing all that work was really worth it in the end. Um, and I knew, um, once I got laid off because of the pandemic, um, from the consulting firm, I knew that I eventually wanted to, um, join an organization, even if it wasn't nonprofit, um, an organization that really cared about um, the community and was really making that a priority. And so um, coming across the job posting, I saw that they really do a lot of different things. Um, they do a lot of support for food pantries and food banks and um, a lot with healing our planet and, and for children's health and I thought that was just big. And so now I'm at this organization with, you know, that I really believe in and I'm really supportive of the initiatives that they provide. That's awesome. And again, I, I think that's, that's a really good ex- explainer there of, you know, how, what you think you want to do when you're 16 or 17 might not always be what you end up doing. And that's what, that's what's happened with a lot of people that I've talked to is you see kind of the journey that took them to what they thought they wanted to do to where, to where they ended up. Exactly. So, yeah, and I, that's, that, that's really big to, for high school kids really to get across the idea that it's okay to not be sure what you want to do. Right. And it's okay to start over. Cause sometimes, you know, I thought, okay, I was going to be in the nonprofit world forever. Um, and I could still go back, but just knowing that, you know, just because, you know, things don't work out, it could be a good thing. And, and you know, you could find something better. Absolutely. So just flipping back to, uh, you said you, you know, you graduated from Mansfield. Uh, what type of schooling does a career, does your career field typically require? So typically I would say, um, I 
some type of bachelor's degree, there's always um, just organizational communication. Um, there's public relations specifically, but I've seen people with even like an English degree, um, some type of writing, um, literature degree also um, break into this industry as well. So it kind of varies. Um, communications just really, it does allow for a broad range of um, different jobs. Absolutely. And then, um, so kind of flipping back a little bit. So was there anybody, you know, on your journey from wanting to be a lawyer to a journalist to the nonprofit side to where you are now that really inspired you? Yes. Um, I would say my college professor and advisor, Dr. Young, she was amazing. Um, she really inspired me to um, kind of go in and, and be uh, fearless and be confident as a woman um, and in a world that isn't always um, going to just give you what you want. You kind of just have to go out there and get it. Um, and she was always, you know, tough, but fair. Um, and I always respected her as a great mentor, as a great professor. Um, me when I was um, editor-in-chief of the school newspaper. Um, she really helped me with some leadership skills and just um, a lot of life skills. You know, we did a lot of interesting things. Um, I remember I had a communications class with her and she, um, you know, took us to a bar one time and said, you know, you've got to learn how to interact with, you know, in different um, areas with you know, a boss or someone in authority. So I just thought her way of teaching was very um, different and something that was kind of refreshing. So yeah, she definitely inspired me in a big way. That's awesome. So talking about your current position, what's what's been your favorite thing? It's, you know, you haven't been there a, a really long time, but what's been your favorite thing about where you are now? I think my favorite thing um, would have to be the traveling. Um, so we've opened a couple of stores in the Philadelphia area, um, and we've done quite a bit in the last, uh, I would say, two months. So traveling there, um, getting to, uh, to talk to the uh, store level team members, that's been pretty exciting, um, meeting with um, local elected officials um, and just kind of um, going out and meeting people kind of pushes me to be a little more extroverted because I'm a lot more introverted. Um, and I do enjoy, you know, just being in my home office or being in the office and just kind of writing away. Um, but it kind of forces me out of my comfort zone and I get to go out and meet other people, um, which is interesting because, you know, you see other people in different places and you network and networking is just such a huge skill um, that is great to develop early. Um, and, and knowing people a lot of times is a great way to get new opportunities, um, whether it's a job or, um, you just, you know, meeting the right people. It's, it's always a good thing. Awesome. So on the flip side of that, what would you say is something that you found to be difficult in, in your job? Hmm. Something difficult. Um, I guess sometimes I do get like, I would say writer's block, you know, there's a lot of press releases and a lot of things that need to go out. And it's like, I'm trying to pull inspiration and it's not really coming. So sometimes I just have to take a step back, go take a walk outside or do something else um, to get my mind off of it. And then sometimes the juices come flowing a little easier once uh, you take a step back. So sometimes um, lack of inspiration, you know, just having one of those days, it, it can be hard especially when, you know, you have deadlines, things just have to go out. So um, 
you know, sometimes things don't have to be hundred percent perfect, but just done well. And you hit on my, on my next question there, actually, um, you know, something I've talked about with a couple people is how they how deal they, with those difficult, those difficult parts and the days where it's stressful. And, you know, you mentioned taking a walk, have you any other good ways that you've found to kind of manage your stress or manage those tougher work days? Yeah, sometimes <laughs> as crazy as it seems when I'm having trouble writing, I will just write down like my emotions and what I'm feeling and, you know, reasons I feel this way. Um, and then I, I kind of just talk myself into a better mood, honestly. Um, you know, I think it's, I think it's great. You know, you can feel your emotions, you feel it, but let it pass. You know, nothing bad is going to last forever. Um, things are going to happen, um, you know, and you just kind of learn from it. So you always just want to make sure that you're learning from those experiences and not just dwelling on mistakes that you've made. Cause I used to be pretty sensitive and any type of criticism would hurt my feelings, but, um, I've learned not to take a lot of things personally and just kind of just keep it moving. So I got a couple more here to finish up, but what advice would you have for my students or anybody who's listening to this that may be interested in finding a job in your field? doesn't mean that you're not good enough or that it'll never happen. Sometimes it's not a right fit and that's okay. Um, just keep working on your craft, keep developing, keep developing your resume, um, reach out to people in the industry. Um, cause someone may, you know, sit down and have a quick conversation with you, um, get you some help, always network. That's a really good, um, a uh, trick that I've learned talking to people. Um, I would go to, um, you know, different mixers, different events, especially um, even at colleges, like talk to your college professors. Um, they can give you some good connections. Um, really just talking to people and trying to understand, you know, especially people that you deem successful and are at a level that you'd like to achieve. It's always great to just talk to them a little bit and try to get some um, advice from them. Absolutely. And then my last one that I've been ending all of these with, um, and it's, it's gotten some very interesting answers across the board. Um, what advice do you wish that somebody had given the high school or college version of yourself about college or careers or just life in general? Hmm. Um, I wish someone would have told me I think I kind of mentioned this already, just not to take things so personally and not to make everything just such a disaster. Not everything's a disaster. Everything will be okay. I've, I was a very anxious uh, child and uh, college student. So um, just learning to, to just, just take things and, and, and let them go, let things go because Life is always going to, there's always constantly going to be changes. Just get used to it and, and try to find ways to cope with change. Awesome. Well, hey, Katie, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. And I know my students will as well. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. I just want to say thank you again to Katie for stopping by to talk to me today. Again, thank you to everybody who has been on so far, um, who, you know, who's listening to this. I've got a couple people coming up that I think I'm really excited about. I think you guys will be as well. 
But if you have any suggestions for the podcast or for guests, uh, please reach out. You know, our social media is linked here and all of that. So again, thank you guys for listening. Have a great day.